Are you struggling as a parent? Or is your child struggling and you're just not sure what to do? They might be struggling with something emotional, like depression, anxiety, loneliness, cutting, or getting bullied. It's hard for us as parents to know what to do. Well, welcome to the Dr. Todd Talks podcast. I've worked with over 10,000 families from all over the world. I've worked with celebrities, I've worked with royalty, and I've worked with normal families like you and I. We all just want to have happy, resilient kids. How do you do that when your child gets a little bit off track? Well, if you're a parent struggling right now, and you feel like you're at the end of your rope and just not sure what to do, then listen to my stories of connection, where I'm going to share hope and relief and strategies on how to create happy, resilient kids. Let's get started. Overparenting is becoming more and more of a problem these days and can have a terrible impact on your child's development and overall well-being. In this video, I want to outline what overparenting is and then give my thoughts on how to end the cycle and develop better parenting skills. So let's get started. Overparenting generally means doing things for our kids that they can and should be doing for themselves. It can also mean fixing for them what they can and should be fixing for themselves. One example of this is trying to fix a difficult feeling or emotion that your child's experiencing. Sometimes we can be too empathetic. Our kids need to learn to feel their feelings. When your child is experiencing a difficult emotion, What's often best is just a little bit of empathy without you giving them advice or instructions on how to deal with whatever it is that's difficult for them. I'll share a real story with my daughter to illustrate what I mean. At the time this happened, we were in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. I had personally been relatively unaffected by the pandemic, but my daughter in particular had been suffering a great deal. This is a 17-year-old girl that loves life. She loves her friends, she loves school, she loves her volleyball. She is a lover of life, and she's one of those kids that just wants to snatch every possible moment of joy out of her life. And now, because of the pandemic, she has lost most of her daily contact with her friends. She's missed the last part of her junior year in high school, and she had her club volleyball season shut down. And by the way, volleyball was her life. And up until this point, she had worked so hard to be ready for this season. It was supposed to be a time that many college coaches were gonna come calling. And now she's stuck at home and she's dealing with all of these disappointments. It was, as her dad and mom, it was really difficult for us to watch her experience this. And I found that sometimes I was trying to buoy her up to give her hope. I wanted to help her in some way, but nothing I said actually ever really worked for her. There were just a number of disappointments and letdowns and there was nothing I could do about it. So in the midst of all this, I made a conscious decision and that was that I was gonna stop trying to fix this and I was just gonna suffer with her. And don't get me wrong, I don't mean that I was gonna lie around on the couch all day with some forlorn expression on my face and not allow myself to have any joy. I just mean that most of my expressions to her would now come in the form of empathy. I might say, I'm so sorry, honey. I know this is really hard for you. I wish things were different for you. I can see why this is such a bummer for you. It was really just purely about having empathy for her and me stopping trying to fix things for her. I stopped providing advice, encouragement, or guidance. And then there was something special that sort of happened 
when I stop trying to fix her feelings or make them better. I think just having someone to talk to occasionally actually seemed to make her feel better, at least in the moment. I believe that suffering with others actually takes some courage on our part because we have to leave ourselves open to feeling what they're feeling. We have to be willing to take on some of their sadness and pain, which is usually just by being with them and allowing them to talk about it. Another way that we overparent is with control. Excessive control is linked to what we call the authoritarian parenting style. This is sort of the old school method of parenting. Just think drill sergeants or my way is the highway. Compliance is the primary outcome that you're seeking for. But the problem with over control or the authoritarian parenting style is that the research is pretty clear that this harms your kids. They might be compliant in the short term, but they eventually rebel. I have seen this over and over and over in my career. These kids that come from overly controlling homes, they also become social followers. They've been listening to you tell them what to do for their entire lives, and now they're gonna keep listening to somebody and it's usually gonna be their peers. These kids also tend to have low self-esteem. I'm telling you, being overly controlling is great at creating resentment and disconnection from your kids. It's lousy at creating real connection with them. There's a funny thing about control. I call it the paradox of control. And this is the paradox. The more control you try to have with people or your kids, the less influence you actually have with them backfires. Let me illustrate this with a story from my childhood. I grew up on naval bases. My dad was in the Navy and we moved all the time. And when I was in fourth grade, my favorite teacher was Mr. Gordon and I loved him. He, I probably loved Mr. Gordon so much because he loved me so much. He was just a fun teacher. He interacted well with us and I basically worshiped the ground he walked on. Mr. Gordon was a social activist. I didn't really know what that meant at the time, but he was concerned about creating social change. And one of his concerns at the time was that the United States Navy was blowing up bombs on some island somewhere. They were practicing their bombs on some island. I don't even remember where it was. And he felt like we had no right to do that. So one day, Mr. Gordon spent the entire day talking to us about this. And he actually wanted all of us kids to sign a petition to support this cause. So I was so excited because it was Mr. Gordon and I wanted to do whatever he wanted me to do. And so I ran home and told my parents, especially my dad, who I also adored. Now, I gotta remind you, the background of my dad, he's a naval officer. He's this big, strong guy. He's respected, we had, but we adored him. He was really gentle with us. Before we go on to the next point of the story, I wanna thank you for watching this video. Do you struggle in communicating with your child or disciplining them effectively? That's why I've created this channel, which is about using my system of correcting and connecting with your children so that you can build a strong, influential relationship with them. If that's the kind of thing you wanna know more about, then like this video, subscribe to my channel, and share this with your friends. Now let's get back to the video. When I went to talk to my dad, I was clueless. I didn't even realize what I was saying to him. So I told my dad about the, the bombing that the Navy was doing and how awful our country was that we were doing this. And can you believe this? And to this day, I'll never forget his response. Listen, Todd, I'm going to share with you my view of this issue. And it's very different than how your teacher feels about this issue. And then I'm gonna let you make your own decision about what you wanna do. 
And then he told me how he viewed the event. And it was 100% opposite of how Mr. Gordon viewed the event. Remember, then he told me, I'm going to leave the decision up to you. You can sign the petition if you want. I won't stop you. Well, by the time my dad had told me how he felt and left the decision up to me, my decision was made. There was no way I was going to sign that petition. I was in fourth grade. I didn't know anything about anything. But why did I choose to follow my dad? It was because of our relationship and the way he allowed me to have the freedom to make a lot of my own decisions. He had the ability to draw me in. His influence with me did not come from controlling me. It came from our relationship. I think excessive control is linked to fear. When we parent out of fear, we are trying to minimize our kids' mistakes. We're trying to decrease the odds that something bad will happen to them. And when we parent with fear, it always includes the what ifs. You know, what if he has sex? What if she does drugs? What if he fails school? I mean, the list is endless. What if we lose them somehow? What if they destroy themselves somehow? What if they destroy their future somehow? When we parent from fear, we end up exerting as much control as we can so that our fears never get realized. We think we're just keeping our kids safe. You know, my daughter once had a friend many years ago whose parents wouldn't even allow her to eat school lunch at the same table as boys. They were afraid something might happen. They controlled every aspect of her life. They were constantly fearful that she'd make a mistake that she couldn't recover from. Well, they did lose her. As soon as she turned 18, she got out of that house as fast as she could. So just remember, fearful parenting, excessive control, that disconnects you from your kids. It paradoxically gives you less influence with them over the long run. Are you looking for a more effective way to connect with your child and build long-term positive influence? Maybe your child is misbehaving or going through a difficult phase and you struggle to know how to discipline them or sometimes just how to reach them at all. Well, my name is Dr. Todd Corelli. I've spent the last 25 years as a clinical psychologist working primarily with children adolescents, young adults, and their families. I've worked with thousands of families around the world. I have seen the challenges facing our families today. That's why I've created this four-part video series that is completely free to watch and available online for immediate viewing. This helps parents become much more effective at bonding with and positively influencing their kids. This system is completely unique and highly effective. I have seen this system benefit my own family and so many others. I want your family to have this too. Just go to the link in the video description below, or you can go to correctandconnect.com, enter your details, click the button, and I'll send you immediate access. Hey, thanks for listening. This is Dr. Todd. And if you would like to move forward with healing yourself and helping to heal your children, I'd like to invite you to the Parenting Made Easy Challenge. It's a free challenge, and it's going to be private and confidential. You don't even have to have your camera on. But I would like to invite you to a free, small, mini-workshop where I'm going to show you some strategies of how to start to heal yourself and your children 
and your family. This is especially important around the holidays, which is a very stressful time with a lot of heartache, a lot of loneliness, and a lot of stress. So I invite you to sign up. You can click the link inside of the show notes inside the description of this episode and sign up for free and then you can meet me live so I can show you some strategies of how to get through the holidays and how to start the process of healing your family.